Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alongside Alex and T-Bone on BK, we're broadcasting live from the E&B Granite Studios out of the Centene Community Ice Center. The Blues open up camp today for the 2023 NHL season. And Alex, you know what that means. It is time. We've been waiting for this for oh, quite yeah. a while. It has been a long off season, a tough off season for us with no conversations with our friend, the Blues analyst for both 101 ESPN and Bally Sports Midwest. He's Joey Vitale Joey, joining us here. Joey, Joey, Joey. There it is. I could have used one or two of those this summer, guys. Some pump up, <laughs> oh, some pump up Joey music. Hey, shoot us a text. Yeah. We're always here to yeah. be hype men. I know. Maybe if you just record that on a recording yeah. and then just send it to me. So I could have used it the other day. My wife uh, said, I go, hey, but honey, I think I'm uh, going to miss about five or six games this year, do some studio stuff. And she's like, oh, so you're traveling less? I'm like, yeah, so it's good news. I'm not having to go to Edmonton. She's like, oh, that, that's good? I'm like, that's great, isn't it? So just conversations that's, like that. That's when we do need to record it, and then your phone alarm clock goes, Joey, And Joey. I'll say, this person loves me. I go, you know, honey, you may not like me, but some people like me. So look, and I got the, I got the, I got the video and I have the audio <laughs> to prove it. No, it's been it's good to be back, guys, and certainly good to talk to you. And uh, it was a good summer. It was long. How pumped are you, Joe, about Bally Sports? You're doing, uh, we don't know, it's not a determined number of games, but you and Jamal Mayers are going to be now the – in studio analyst for pre and post game, how pumped are you? You know, it's you know, so it's a domino effect, right? So Panger leaves. Obviously, he's at the top, and it just there's a filtration system that's happening now, and they're going to have to replace Panger. So of course, Jamie Rivers, who's done just an awesome job in studio for them and filling in here and there when Panger missed the games in the last previous years, he got the call up and he'll do a fine job there. And so then you got then you got to replace Jamie, and then it's just kind of that you just next guy up type of mentality, like you see so much in sports. So when they, they reached out to me and they asked if I'd be interested, I said, of course I would be. Uh, because I'm still doing the radio games and doing the broadcast with Chris Kerber, you know, it became kind of tough to how do we then fill this in. And we love to get Joe some games. We also know that it's also a priority for me and the Blues to to do the radio game. So it worked out where I think Bernie Federko, who's the, the main studio analyst, is going to do about 70% of the games. And then the other, you know, 30% are going to be split between me and Jamal, who, again, Jamal does a great job there as well. So I'm excited. And listen, I did a couple games last year with Alexa and Scotty, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that side of it. I liked, you know, watching the game and then breaking it down between periods versus just talking through it yeah. constantly. It's a very different beast. Certainly, um, it's going to be good to kind of 
have different schedules and kind of having to piece things together a little bit differently now. But at the end of the day, it's it's the next step, and I'm excited about you it. You'll be able to master that touchboard video screen that you got to work? You know what? I, I haven't even dabbled into that just yet. That's a lot of tech now. I'm still trying to learn how to use my iPhone. <laughs> like, I'm still trying to figure out how to get Candy Crush like off my like screen where I can find things I actually need for work. And That's just a virus. It's there 24-7. It doesn't go away. I, all the games and Barbie doll stuff going on on my phone, I can't figure out how to... Uh, technically get through <laughs> to the work stuff but no that's something that's going to have to be a little bit of a learning curve but uh, definitely looking forward that's to awesome. it joe is it fair to say you're in the best shape of your life looks like it i am feeling okay i'm feeling okay about it uh you know people ask sometimes but you seem like you keep in pretty good shape i mean i don't really ever go to the gym i think it's just having children bk we yeah. were just talking about this before we hopped on i think having children you kind of alex you can appreciate this too it's like you constantly are on the move and you're constantly picking kids up. Like, that's all I do is constantly I'm, I'm squatting down and picking up children all the time. The downfall to it is, as you'll see too, is it's the leftovers. Like I am not, a, I, I can't see leftovers get thrown in the trash. Well, like, man. Whatever they don't My eat. Man. My wife's the worst with them too. She, she will not eat the leftovers. So where does it go? It has to go to you yeah, because right. you're like, if I'm not going to put it in the trash can because that's, that's not a good thing. No. So I'd rather put, put it, it in this trash can. in my belly, and I'll do that. So that's where it's like the catch twenty two of it all. But yeah, you keep moving, you keep the motion, and uh, constantly picking up kids. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready for camp. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I wish that that was the case, though, because when I look at Joey, and I'm like, oh yeah, he goes to the gym. You look at me with kids, I'm like, yeah, that guy doesn't go to the gym. No, that guy eats a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just it's just constantly picking up kids and, and moving around and shuffling them around, and it's a it's a constant. Bk's one for sure. living that life now, Joey V. I have He's so, there. my shoulders, man. It's like it, it's muscles you never knew you had. Yes, that suddenly are worked on a day to day basis. You know what the hardest thing to do is? It's cr- it's hunching over a bathtub, giving them a bath. Oh, we haven't disco- done that yet. I've we're discovered the, we're that's difficult. Sink, so. Oh, I hate that. I just hate getting them ready in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, just getting them dressed is a pain. It's so much easier to just do diapers. Well, when they turn one, like you'll see, it, it becomes the kicking and screaming age. Well, they won't. They just won't lay on their back. I'm oh, like, yeah. and and here I am talking to this one year old. Like he understands. Like like bro, bro, bro. You have to get ready. You cannot leave the house naked. What are you doing? Like and like like he clearly understands what I'm talking about. Logic and reason plays well with one year old. Oh, this year's like the Exorcist stance where oh, I like, get up. Yeah. All fours, like, oh my god! Like, how are you bending in this direction right now? It's like the reverse, like cow, like baby cow yoga motion position. I don't even know how to explain it, but I'm like, can you just chill? Our, our youngest thing? rolls over on her neck, so her neck is like turning. I'm like, you are going to snap your I neck? No, man, stop it! And it's, then I'm realizing I'm negotiating with a one year old. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I was talking to Nathan Walker, and he's talking about his his little baby Winter. I know I was talking to Tori Crew the other day, Sailor, and. Just, you know, the these off-seasons are certainly long, but when you have children, you know, it definitely it speeds things up pretty quickly because you just never stop moving, yeah. and um, especially with how, I think, involved these guys are with their kids, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it keeps you moving for sure. What was Falk's advice to you when he walked out the door yesterday? I didn't know if we were supposed to disclose this on air or not, but I will go ahead and do oh, so. I amazing. will say that I'm not, I'm not saying who said this, but one of the players, I said the biggest piece of advice that I would have for you is to have, player, have your kids in season because then you're out of town half the time. That is not a bad call. It really isn't. Well, think about how we used to be. Like, men used to be like the hunters. We would be gone all day, you know, grabbing the wildebeest or just, like, 
gathering food or the the mom would do it. I think that's naturally what's supposed to happen. And now it's kind of all flip-flops and COVID certainly didn't help where everyone's now at home and the responsibilities are shared. And yep. I don't know if instinctually as men, we are conditioned <laughs> to do that. Like it just doesn't, to I know me, I'm not. it doesn't make as much sense. You know what I mean? So I think at times we all just need like to go out and just fight and grab a wildebeest or kill a deer or something. Welcome to hockey, right? Yeah. Throw, throw the fists every once it's in a while. It's like you're out the door, you're going <laughs> you're going to fight, and now you're you're coming back. So these off seasons definitely are a little bit different, a little bit challenging. But uh and at the end of the day, Craig Adams, who was my winger in Pittsburgh, Harvard grad, smartest guy I ever played with, like he said it best, is never there's never a good time to have a child. Yep. There's really never a good so think about, he's like, think about it, Joe, you're giving up your freedom. Uh you can't do anything. Your wife and you might as well just not talk to each other for at least a year. Like it's like, and he started, and then you have this child, and it's so ungrateful. It doesn't ever say thank you, you know. And you're like, and you kind of break it down like that. He's like, so tell me, when would you want to do that? Like, well, never. I mean, that doesn't sound good at all. Like, well, of course, but uh, God bless you, Craig. Nailed it. At the end of the and day, now it's cheaper by the dozen yeah. at Joey Vitale's house. Joey's- <laughs> That's just it. But and then you got to do it. You're on this time clock, for, especially for women. Yeah. Women got to do it before they're forty, right? Because yep. their, their their clocks are ticking. Like unlike you know, we keep reproducing. Obviously, uh, women have a certain amount of eggs, and then once those eggs are gone, boom, they're gone. So they're on this time clock where they got to do this pretty quickly. Meanwhile, the men, uh, like the hockey players, for example, they're they're in their the prime of their right. career, mid twenties and thirties, and they're like, you know, like Sidney Crosby, for example, he has not had children yet because he's still like in this like prime zone of his hockey is career. He, married? he is married. Yeah, I was and, say. Oh, I should be engaged, I think, and um, I hope, hope he's not married yet. I wasn't invited to that wedding. Uh, <laughs> I should call him about that. Uh, well, you know, you're not really... getting married, invited to Malkin's wedding, so oh, Crosby's definitely. your last hope. Yeah, he would. He'd address it to forty six. Forty six <laughs> is my address. He doesn't even know my name. But yeah, they're on this time clock, right? And so that kind of has to like you have to figure out how do you fit this into your life when all this other stuff's going on. I was having this conversation the other day. My buddy turned forty. I was like, "Well, you're basically dying." He's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, that's what happens when you turn 40. I was reading this book by Peter Atia. It's called Outlive, and it really breaks it down. It's like, well, the world doesn't need you anymore when you're forty. So anyone out there who's forty, I hate Yikes. to break it to you, but you, we don't need you we got anymore. Ten years, baby. I was going to say, I'm seven away. Here we go. You got a little time, but he's like, you know, when you're forty your muscle tone starts breaking down 1% every year. So that's why it's really important to lift weights beyond 40 because yeah. your body is deteriorating because the world's saying, I don't need you anymore. You're here for one reason, to reproduce, to produce kids. And if you can't do that anymore, especially for a woman who runs out of eggs, you know, then you really start deteriorating. So, you know, I don't know where we're going with that. But. I don't either. All I know is my wife's once start starting to talk about having baby number three, and now if she's hearing this, we'll be like, oh, crap. Now I'm going to go home and she's like, ready for number three? It's over. <laughs> yeah, well, it's over. And now at least you have an excuse when your buddy's like, oh, I'm just so tired. He's like, well, you're 42 years old. What do you mean? Well, you're basically you're dying. <laughs> the world doesn't need you anymore. No offense, but Joe, it, this is true. Joe Vitale, the life of the party. It really is true, though. <laughs> Hockey-wise, buddy, yeah. um, Brayden Chen getting the captain. First time yeah. we're getting to talk about this. You played under Sidney Crosby. You mm-hmm. saw what great captain he was. Same with Shane Doan. What qualities about Braden Shen makes him the right choice? Well, he is the right choice because I think that you look at I – mean, I mean, listen, you look at the, the future and short-term, long-term, what's the long-term goal here? Well, the long-term goal is I think they're going to build this team around Robert Thomas. I think that was the other question mark. Do you give it to Robert Thomas now or do you give it to Braden Shen? Braden Shen, to me, right now in this moment, is the captain, the leader of this team. You know, But then you have to ask yourself the question, well, if it's going to be Robert Thomas at some point, when is he ready? And I think clearly right now they made the decision that it's just not ready. 
you know, and why isn't he ready? Well, it's nothing that he did wrong necessarily, but a lot of it is how this team is built around Robert Thomas at the moment. When Sidney Crosby came into the league, he was a very young captain like Connor McDavid, but you have to look at Sidney Crosby, you know, what was his support system like, you know, and how does that compare to what maybe Robert Thomas's support system is like? Right here, the Blues have a very young core. Like, think of this first line, Buchnevich, Kairou, and Thomas. I mean, that, that's a very young team where they're really building around. You know, Sidney Crosby had, you know, Ricci had Billy Guerin. He had Merrill Lemieux. I mean, the Hall of Famer himself was on his team. So he had a lot of supporting cast that was going to show him how to lead this squad. And so it's not a knock on Robert Thomas. It's more of a knock on, I just don't know if we have that veteran you know, presence to really help Robert. Right. Uh, why do you need that? Well, you need it because let's say this team starts to slip a little bit. And maybe you don't have the support system that Robert needs. Well, then as a young player, you feel a little bit too much pressure on, you know, is this my fault? How do I get through this? Meanwhile, he's trying to figure out his own game, and now you put all this pressure on you're going to be the, the focal point of this organization, which I think is a lot to handle for a young kid, and it's the reason why uh, Tavares got the captain in Toronto. Austin Matthews, they were thinking it was going to be Matthews, but they just didn't feel with the pressure of the situation. That team hadn't made the playoffs in a while. They haven't certainly got past the first round. Is this too much for Austin Matthews to handle? So I would, I would almost compare the same thing with what they did here with Braden Shen. So I think it's the lights out, the right move uh, for Braden. So for the next few years, at least, hopefully he will be the C and Robert can continue to learn underneath Braden. But you talk about what type of player he is, what type of person he is. Uh, he's just he's just blues through and through. I mean, it runs in his veins, the way he plays the game, uh, his gamemanship. He's a player that just understands what the game needs. Like that, That's a leader to me. Like Your captain doesn't just show up and do his job. You know, any, anyone can just show up and do their job. The, the captain has to go beyond himself, has to look to serve other other guys on the team and, and serve the game itself. You know, if it's a game that's getting out of hand, Braden will recognize we need a big hit. We need to fight. We need a big shift. So you have to look beyond yourself to, to serve the everyone around you. And I think Braden just does such a great job of that. I, and like I said, the way he fights at his age, he continues to bring the physicality. And he just has so much respect from everyone in that room. I mean, there's, there's not a guy in that room that wouldn't go through a brick wall for Braden. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do when you, when you put a C on someone's sweater like that. Joey, we'll get you out of here on this. City's been great. It's been awesome to watch them in their, their inaugural season, get into the postseason. But it's been a tough year between the Blues and the Cardinals, yeah. both missing the playoffs over the last calendar year. If I'm a Blues fan listening right now, and Joey Vitale was going to give me a reason why yeah. I should believe in this team, that yeah. they can do something that's unexpected, what's the biggest reason for optimism for the, the St. Louis Blues? It's a great question. Uh, this team has got a big chip on their shoulder. I think they've looked around, they've listened enough. I don't think there's a lot of people that believe in this team. And I think they're in a really good spot because of that reason. I think you are going to see a team this year that is going to be willing to outwork all their opponents. I, I mean that sincerely. I talked to Craig Berube about this. You look at the way Vegas was built. Look at p- pretty much every Stanley Cup champion. Look at the way they're built. They're built through toughness. They're built through work ethic. They're not built through this you know, dangling skill game where you know, Trevor Zegras is doing all the Michigans. I mean, that's all fun and games during the year. If you want to win, you have to bring your hard hat and you have to work. And the belief for all the fans out there is you got a head coach that understands that. And I truly believe now you have a leadership group of guys that understand that that is how they're going to have to win games. Last year was tough. You had your captain. He was a UFA. You had a lot of UFAs, you know, Barbashev, Tarasenko. There was a lot of drama and there was a lot of, of an identity crisis, I think, with this team last year. So I look at this year. You got stable players. You got bring in Kevin Hayes. You have the leadership of Braden Shen. You have this younger group 
that went through a lot of growing pains last year. They realize what it takes to win. And I think you're going to you bring all that together. It's a perfect recipe for this team to really stun the league. And I really think they are going to stun the league. And they are going to bring that work ethic. And they're going to bring their hard hats every single night. And I think that they are going to... Um, do that for their fans, and I know one thing about the fan group and the fan base here in St. Louis. They appreciate teams and they appreciate players that embody that St. Louis um, nature of just playing hard and playing for each other, and I think that that's what they're going to see this year. Are they going to win every game? No, but the games they're going to lose, they're going to fight to the very end, and it's going to be something worth watching every single night, so I'm certainly excited to call it. I'm certainly excited to be a part of it. Uh, this is certainly a, a maybe a little bit of a minor rebuild, but I do think they're going to take a huge step, a much bigger step than a lot of other organizations who are kind of in their same similar situation. Well, Joey, we'll be watching. We'll be listening right here on 101 ESPN. Joey and Curbs on the call all year long right here on your home for the St. Louis Blues 101 ESPN. Thanks for joining us as always, man. Looking forward to doing these things weekly again. Can't wait, guys. Looking forward to it again every Thursday and uh, one of my favorite days of the week, and I appreciate you uh, finding time for me today, and look forward to talking next week. That's Joey Vitale. You'll hear him on the call all season long right here on 101 ESPN. Appreciate his time as always.